there's a tremendous amount of opportunity. Um, and, uh, you know, there, you know, there's a lot of people that are really drawing back. There's a lot of, uh, you know, businesses that are vacating and changing and closing down. And, um, there's just a lot of things that are changing. Everything's very fluid right now. There's a tremendous amount of opportunity for, for people who will allow God to fill their hearts with hope. God is, he's the God of all comfort. He's the God of hope. He wants to fill your heart with hope so that um, you are looking for opportunity. You are looking uh, to move forward. You know, the Bible says, seek and you shall find. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. You know, uh, there is an element of uh, us moving forward. There's an element of us taking the initiative. You know, Jesus, um, his work has been finished for over 2,000 years. And so um, now it's, you know, the ball is in our court and um, it's really time for us to act upon what he has already accomplished and um, allow the blessing to flow through our lives in terms of action um, and, and let God do amazing things. But we're not going to do that unless our hearts are filled with hope. And so um, you're not going to be able to draw hope uh, from the world. You're not going to be able to draw hope from the media. You're not going to be able to draw hope uh, from external things. Your hope is going to have to be the supernatural hope that comes from God. And it, it's when you understand how much he loves you. You know, God's love for you paints your future bright regardless of what the headlines are saying. You know, Jeremiah 29, 11 says that God knows the thoughts that he thinks towards you, uh, that he has a future for you and a hope for you, planned for you. And so um, when we understand that love and uh, we receive that love, it, it causes hope to arise in our hearts, which develops within us a sense of expectancy and causes us to not be passive uh, but aggressive in stepping forward with opportunity. And so that opportunity can take a lot of different forms. It can take ministry forms, you know, moving forward with ministry, moving forward with what God has placed on your heart. You know, in a time when everyone else is paused, you don't have to be paused. You know, you can move forward. And uh, or maybe it's a it's a it's a business thing that God has placed in your heart. And uh, you know, and 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 you know, you see a lot of other folks drawing back, but God's placed a desire in your heart concerning business. Allow God's hope to rise up big and strong inside of you and make a decision to move forward. Start to knock doors, you know, and uh, strategies uh, in the business world as they as in the, the ministry world have changed. They're different, you know, and so we really can't take the old wineskins and accomplish anything. We have to have new wineskins, which is. Uh, representative of relationship, and we have to hear what God is telling us to do individually uh, because the directions are going to be different. Uh, it's not going to be based upon old patterns. Everything's new, which is beautiful. It's exciting uh, because uh, it's relationship-based. And so, um, you know, God uh, has wisdom that he wants to instill on the inside of you and leading that he wants to give you and uh, to to empower you, you know, in ministry in business and to move forward. But that initial moving forward requires a sense of hope, requires a sense of expectancy. And so 
I just want to take a moment, speak to that. You know, God has not forgotten about you. God is not mad at you. Um, God is for you. And, uh, you know, we may have went through some trials and some challenges and we've all experienced, experienced failure and setback and, uh, experienced things that we never thought we would experience. And, um, but God knew it was going to happen and he already made provision for. And uh, the gifts and callings are without repentance. The call of God has never changed. Now, a lot of times what we view it as and the picture that we paint in our mind is different than what God actually has for us. And so when it doesn't come to pass, like it's, it's painted in our mind, sometimes we can feel a sense of disappointment. But really what we think is a disappointment is really is an, is an appointment. You know, um, when Joseph was sold by his brothers, it looked like a time of disappointment, but really it was a time of appointment. And so what was a tremendous relational failure in his life, he was betrayed and sold by people that were near to him, was actually uh, God's system of promotion. And so just because something looks like a failure, just because something looks dead, does not mean that it's not a setup. You know, a seed has to die in order to bring forth life. And sometimes there are things that die. And it's not that we've failed. It's not that we've made a mistake. It's not that we've done something wrong. It's just this is a new season and this is a new time. You know, it reminds me of what uh, Jeremiah, you know, book of Jeremiah says, you know, there's a season of tearing down and throwing down and you know, destroying and plucking up and rooting out. And that precedes a time of planting. And sometimes there are seasons where things are being plucked up and rooted out of our lives. And uh, and it's not because God's taking something away from us, but it's because God is actually preparing a place for us in our hearts that is actually the dream and vision that he has for us. And so I just want to encourage you in that. The plan of God has not changed. Just because there are dips and curves in the road and, uh, you know, challenges doesn't change that. And so be at peace with that. It's also not your job to bring it to pass. Uh, you know, the Bible says that um, that he will complete the work that he first started in you. He will complete it. He's going to do it. So. That, you know, brings a great sense of rest into all of our lives to know that we don't have to complete uh, this work of redemption that God, you know, has in our life and his plan and his desire uh, and the gifts and callings that he's placed, you know. So, you know, the best thing we can do is, is enter into his place of rest, uh, but also in that place of rest, allow hope to arise, dream, you know, allow vision to come up big. In your heart, you know, and sometimes there there are things that are flourishing, and there's winter times for other things. And in the and in the winter season, it doesn't look like it's bringing forth fruit, but uh, that season's necessary for the preparation of the ground for the future, with the things that God's planting or revealing that has already been planted in your heart is going to be able to 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 come forth and come to pass. After every winter, there is a spring, you know, and. Um, there's a fresh season and there's a new start because that's how much God loves you. That's the plan that he has for your life. And it may look different for different people. It may, you know, the track is different, but the heart is the same. And the heart is a loving father that wants to give you a good life here on earth and uh, wants to create days of heaven on earth for you and your family because he loves you so much. And also because he wants uh, your 
uh, family uh, to be a light that shines and shows people Jesus. And so, um, you know, a safe place, a very safe place. I thought that guy was going to hit me. <laughs> that guy was pulling out right there. I thought he was going to hit me. He was distracting me from preaching, but praise God he did not hit me, so all is well. <clears throat> but, um, you know, that, that place of hope and that place of expectancy leads us and spurns us into a place of action which allows us to move forward, which allows us to take advantage of the opportunity that's ahead of us because there's tremendous opportunity, I believe, for believers in the time that we're living in. God wants to prosper you. God wants to, to for you to flourish. God wants to protect you. He wants to keep you. Um, he wants to deliver you. He wants to uh, heal you. Um, he, his heart towards you is absolute salvation. And, and um, that's the season that he has for your life. And that, that you know, nothing that's happening externally in this world is going to change that. So um, that's that's what I kind of feel like the Lord's doing right now. That's the work. That's the expectancy. And uh, that's pretty much uh, just an overview. And so in a practical sense, what does that look like? Well, it may, be, may look like going back to school. Uh, it may look like uh, stepping out in ministry and, and, you know, inquiring about serving, you know, in a local church or a local body. Um, it may be starting a business. It may be putting in an application for a job. You know, it may be, uh, you know, it's a lot of different things. But for, in all of our lives, there is a next step. There is a moving forward. And moving forward looks different with hope than it does without hope. Because, man, when there's an absence of hope, moving forward looks more like a shuffling of the feet with the head hung low with no sense of expectancy and no vision. And God doesn't want that for you. God does not want you shuffling through uh, as a victim through life, not realizing all the opportunity around you. And so his heart is to reach out and to just to, to lift up your heart and to restore that sense of hope so that when you're moving forward, you're not shuffling your feet, walking with your head hung low, but you've got your shoulders back, you got a spring in your step, you're moving forward, you're moving confidently, and you're looking for the blessing of the Lord. You're looking for demonstrations of God's love in your life, in the life of your family, uh, life of those around you, and you have an expectancy for good, which is hope, which is the word el peace in Greek, and in the Hebrew, of course, uh, means that cord tied around something and drawn to you. That's what biblical scriptural hope actually means it's more uh, it's powerful it's a force and so that's the word picture in the hebrew and so god's like look i want to lift up your heart so you're drawing good things into your life expecting good things you know and uh and it's so important to not base your expectation upon your own personal victories or shortcomings you know if your expectancy about God's blessing is based on you that you don't understand the new covenant yet because the new covenant is actually saying to you that your expectancy should be based upon what Jesus deserves and what Jesus accomplishes because that is what he gave you as a gift he that knew no sin became sin so that we could become the righteousness of God in him Jesus gave you his righteousness as a gift and took uh, your sin upon himself 
And, and as a result of that, that means that now, under the new covenant, you are entitled to all that that righteousness deserves. And so when you come to the throne of grace, when you come to God, you don't come based on your own self-righteousness, your own filthy rags, your own works, good or bad. Uh, that's old covenant mentality, and that's not where faith really flourishes. Um, you come based upon Jesus and only upon Jesus. That's the way you come. And when you come, you come boldly to that throne of grace, uh, it, you know, it, it, looking for help, expecting help, expecting deliverance, expecting change, expecting love, because your expectation is based upon Jesus and his obedience. And that is, 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 a, is a facet of the beauty of the good news. That's just another facet of that jewel uh, that is the gospel, is that you can expect blessing that you did not earn and you did not deserve based upon your own conduct, but you could expect blessing that Jesus deserves. And so that really is the foundation of your faith, um, is that reality, uh, because that's the place where faith and grace meet. And that's where gifts are given, promises are kept, um, and just the beauty of God's redemption is, is displayed. And so that's something that God wants to do in your life, in the here and now, you know. Uh, I love the words of, of King David. I would have fainted unless I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. And man, God doesn't want you. God doesn't want you to faint. Um, he, he wants you to be revived and refreshed and to renew your strength, renew your youth as the eagles. You know, in Isaiah, change your strength. You know, the useful. You know, they, they, they will get weary, but those that wait upon the Lord, they will change their strength. That's what it means in the Hebrew, is that you're good, there's a switching of the strength. And then you're now soaring uh, on God's grace and God's ability and God's strength. And so uh, that's the invitation that God has for your life. And so um, I just wanted to encourage you guys in that tonight and uh, share that with you. Uh, those are just some things that have been uh, rolling around in my heart. And I uh, hope you guys are having a great evening. And uh, look, man, if you can, come to this conference that we're having in Myrtle Beach. Um, it's, uh, you know, it's right there on my page, all the information. Registration is free. Uh, we are going to have some type of charge for the youth um, conference that we're going to do because there's just a lot more setup and games and stuff like that. But um, we're going to be doing those simultaneously. So it's going to be a full family ministry event. You know, the, the, the adults are going to get ministered to. The kids are going to get ministered to. Uh, it's going to be a great time of fellowship. And uh, so, yeah, it, it just make plans. There, you know, you got almost a full year to plan and to figure out how you're going to do it. And if there's any way that we can help or any questions that we can answer, uh, we'll be happy to do that. But um so, yeah, but you're invited, and it's going to be a good time. But anyway, God bless you guys. Uh, I'm just going to pray, pray over all of this real quick before I close out this evening. Father, I just thank you for these wonderful people. I just speak blessing over them, over their lives, their families, the health of their bodies, their finances, their peace, their safety, uh, their relationships. Lord, I just thank you for your blessing and your grace and your kindness and your goodness, your love and your redemption being displayed in their lives in a practical, everyday sense. Lord, we just thank you for it. 
In Jesus' name. Amen. Awesome. God bless you guys. Y'all have a great night, and I'll talk to you later.